0: Thanks for tuning in to the Connected Educator podcast, the podcast for people with a goal of making virtual connections that empower and impact you along your EDU journey. I am your host, Cassie Reeder, education consultant and Connected Educator. Welcome to the show. Thank you, everyone, for tuning into this episode of the Connected Educator podcast. And I'm absolutely thrilled to be speaking with the amazing Sarah Thomas today. She is truly an inspiration to me and has taught me so many things and been just a wonderful influence and role model on me and and the things that I'm doing. And to have her here today is just, it's incredible. So thank you so much for joining me for a couple of minutes today, Sarah, to share your story. Um, I want to give you uh, a chance to share a little bit about you. I'm sure we could talk about all that you've done for, for a long time, but if you wanted to share like a,
1: a short bio. <laughs> Thank you so much, Cassie, for having me here. And I am super inspired by you as well and always love collaborating with you and learning from you and with you. So I'm really, really honored to be here today on your show. And I love the podcast, by the way. I have not missed an episode. so keep up the great work. Um, I'm going to tell you a little bit about myself. This is my 14th year in education. And during that time, I've taught every grade from first to 12th, uh, as well as in a master's program. So I've skipped kindergarten and I skipped undergrad. So I should probably like go back and fill in the holes at some point. But uh, let me see. I am also currently I'm a regional technology coordinator in a large district. And um, in addition to that, I am the founder of EduMatch. You
0: are again the like epitome of the connected educator to me. <laughs> um, so I want to talk a little bit about your your story and kind of how you got started because I think that it's an inspiration, or I know it's an inspiration to me, and I'm sure that it will be for others. Um, and I know you've listened into the podcast, but really the the audience that we try to target on this podcast, I don't know why I say we, cause it's me, but, uh, <laughs> is, is people that are afraid to, to take that step to become connected or people that are just starting out in their journey, you know? So, um, mm-hmm. so share with me what, you know, how you got started, um, what, how you, what tool you use to get connected with others and kind of how you found out about this term of being a connected educator.
1: So my very first tool that I used in this connected space was Twitter. Uh, it's funny because I was an early adopter of Twitter, but not for education. I was an early adopter for VH1 reality shows. And, <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, I would like tweet Flavor Flav and Brett Michaels and all of them. But uh, it wasn't until I went to a conference, Common Ground, in uh, 2013. So that's our Maryland ISTE affiliate conference. And I saw that there was a hashtag. Um, and so I was just like, oh, okay, you know, hashtags. Yeah, I know I get that, but, uh, I want to join in the conversation I know is going on around me. Like I have this huge fear of missing out. So I was just like, okay, well, I obviously cannot tweet from this account where I'm looking crazy and that's every, everything that people are going to see when they go to my timeline. So let me just start fresh with, um, an account strictly for education. And that's when Sarah, the teacher was born.
0: That's awesome. It's funny uh, that that's how you started on Twitter, um, because most of the people (laughs) that I've spoken with so far, they were the only reason they're on it is because of education. But, you know, you Mm. were different in that you had it for other reasons. And I love the reason that you had it. That's awesome.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's really been an evolution. So um, (laughs) definitely. That's
0: really funny. Besides Twitter, what other tools do you use to connect with other, um, with other educators?
1: Oh, my goodness. Um, I use a whole lot of them. Uh, I would say probably, probably my top three are Voxer, um, Twitter, and uh, I'd say it's a tie between Instagram and Facebook for that number three slot, so Um, those are the ones I tend to use a lot. And I also listen to a lot of podcasts.
0: What is the biggest impact that they've had on your life?
1: Oh my goodness. They have totally changed my life. Like there is no exaggeration in that statement. Um, they've changed me as an educator and they've even changed me as a person. Um, I guess I'll start with that, that piece. So, uh, I've, I've often felt kind of isolated, um, you know, within my community, but once I got connected and I started being able to, you know, meet these amazing educators throughout the country and throughout the world, um, then that that really helped me to feel like I belong to something, and you know that that really helped me um, see the world from many different perspectives. So it's been it's been huge on that personal front, um, and in addition for uh, for my professional growth, then I would say that I have learned so much. Um, this entire journey of being connected from from and with um my fellow educators so just have to really really just thank everyone who's been part of my learning journey
0: so one of the things that you had talked about was the fear of missing out and you don't (laughs) miss anything sarah like it's incredible (laughs) to me how on top of things you really are i mean as uh, she mentioned earlier, she runs, she does Voxer, she does Twitter. Um, I see her on Facebook. You know, she's all over. She's on LinkedIn, and I really do. I I know um, Deborah Atchison and I said this about you before, but I really don't think that you ever sleep. Like, you are just so on top of it with all of the the platforms. It's just, <laughs> I'm like, how does she do it? And and most of the time, I mean, we all have those moments, but most of the time, everything you share is just like, you know, on point and like, it makes sense. And I'm like, it's like 3 a.m. and she's sharing on Voxer. How is, how is this, how is she coherent right now? Like, it's, it's crazy. So, <laughs> but one of the things that I, I mean in all of that is, you know, it, it is a lot of um, work and it's time consuming when we think about connecting and using all of these different apps. And again, You know, I'm really trying to focus in on an audience that's starting small and um, not trying everything at once. So in terms of the timing and like the scheduling and I guess kind of like your routine, how do you how do you uh, advise someone who's just starting out to, you know, start using these tools without getting completely overwhelmed or spending 24 hours on on them?
1: (laughs) (laughs) That is such a great question. That is such a great question. And I have to say, I'm, I'm honestly struggling with this myself. So that's yet another reason why it's a great question. Um, but what I would definitely say is devote the amount of time that you're able to give it, but definitely make it a priority. Um, so set aside whatever whatever amount of time, you'll get something beneficial from it, even if it's five minutes, just to check in and you know see what's going on then um still that that has some benefit to it um i would say on that on the other side of that coin also make sure to um, to integrate it where it fits in your life and not get too consumed by it cuz i know my mistake when i first started out i wanted to do all of the chats all of the boxer groups all of everything and it it got to be extremely intense so definitely um, prioritize and see how it can realistically fit within your life. So, uh, so now I'm, I'm working on way, shape or form. So definitely, um, definitely prioritize it, but also, um, also set limits on yourself because it is exciting when you, you know, uncover the shiny and new, that would be my advice.
0: So speaking of, you know uncovering something that's shiny and new um i (laughs) want to talk a little bit about ed camp voice i believe that's what we're calling it now right
1: yeah yeah that's
0: it so i remember whenever i participated the first time i think it was ed camp boxer at the time maybe
1: right Um, right
0: and i was just obsessed like i found out about (laughs) it and then i joined all the groups And I still am a part of all of these groups on my Voxer app and I need to actually go and remove myself. But I was just obsessed for the, the two days of the event, you know, and, um, I told my friend Laura about it and I was like, oh my gosh, this is the best thing ever. Because at that time we were driving, um, in our role, we were driving all over the place. So I was just able to be there and be present as I was driving safely, of course. Um, and it was incredible. So that I'm was right. one area that I was like, whoa, Cassie, like my husband would hear the Voxer, the notifications going off. And he's like, whatever that is, you have to turn it off because it just kept going and going and going. Um, so that was a great learning experience for me. We've talked a little bit about Twitter. We talked about Voxer. Um, we've talked about, you know, goal setting and time, the time that you put into using these tools. But Aside from that, do you have, like, one key tip that you would share with educators as they're getting started in their Connected Educator
1: journey? I would say that my key tip for anyone who's newly connected would be to embrace it and to jump in feet first. So um, most people in these spaces are very friendly, very helpful. Um, so definitely, you know, feel free to lurk and to just listen at first lurking is not creepy, even though it sounds that way, <laughs> but, but just, you know, just observe and uh, see what's going on. And whenever you feel comfortable, I would say as soon as you feel comfortable, jump in a conversation and just get, get both feet wet and just get rolling with it.
0: Yeah, and I have to totally agree with you in that, you know, everyone that I've met in this Connected Educator space has been absolutely phenomenal. Like, there's a a group of people on Voxer that I'm connected with, and I maybe met three of them out of, like, the, I don't even know, like, 100 people that are in the group, but it feels like we're family and, like, we know each other, and I remember when we connected through, um, I can't even remember like how I met you, which is crazy. But (laughs) we connected like years ago. And then I saw you face to face for Ed Change Global um, at Deborah's house. And it was like, we just knew each other. And, you know, I just I, I love the relationship that you and I have, because I feel like even though you're all over the place, you know, if I need something, then I can run to you, ask you for advice or ask you for a tip. And you either know it or you connect me with somebody else who who, um, who has it. So for any of you looking for somebody to be your, uh, I'm going to put you out there, Sarah, as a mentor, you know, <laughs> if you have questions for her, um, she's an incredible person and, and she's definitely one that I would recommend following and, and, uh, you know, connecting with, cause she's just amazing. So. Oh, <laughs>
1: thank you, Cassie. As are you, as are you, I love learning with and from you. So you were just The bomb so thank you for everything are you a brand new
0: or a long-time connected educator that has a story to tell about your experiences i would love for you to join me on my podcast the connected educator podcast and be able to use your story to impact the lives of others we all started somewhere but everyone has a different road and how they became connected if you're interested in joining me for my podcast and sharing your own story Please let me know. To do so, visit CassieReader.com forward slash podcasts and click on share your story at the top of the page. Thanks for listening in to the Connected Educator Podcast. For the notes and archived podcasts, visit CassieReader.com forward slash podcasts.